All right, here we go. We got another podcast coming out. And as we lead into Easter, I'm here today with our executive director at Grace Church. Mm-hmm. Is that your title? Start over. Executive what? Pastor. Pastor. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just want to throw that out there, you know, but we're talking about Easter and uh, all that that means. And before we get into the serious stuff, you know, I know one of your favorite things in the world is to talk about sports. Oh my gosh! So, Come on. What what what's your what's your favorite sports team? I don't have a favorite <laughs> sports team. Whichever one Dave tells me to root for, which is the Cleveland Browns. It's the Cleveland Browns, but yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah, they're it's pretty a hard, bad. It's a hard journey. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, so now let's get into it. You know, I know you don't really like sports, but we're talking about Easter. We're leading into Easter, the weeks leading up to Christ going to the cross, and we're going to hover around there today. We're going to hover around the day known as Good Friday. It's an emotional day to process the idea of God leaving heaven, coming to earth, living perfectly, no reason to die, sacrificing himself on the cross. When you think of just Good Friday... What does that day mean for you personally? I think what it means for me is that I have got to sit in the reality of that horror Hmm. to be able to live in the power of the resurrection. Wow. And if you skip that step, then you're missing something really important. I've never heard it put that way, the reality of that horror. I think that's just a great way of putting that because it was horrifying. It was brutal. I'm getting emotional even just thinking about it. What you just said there just kind of sparked in me this deep reverence for how horrific it was for yeah. Christ. Yeah. This morning I was um, thinking about doing this with you and thinking about Mary. Yeah. I was thinking about Mary and thinking about her being the mother of Jesus, and it made me think about my own son, yeah. who's going to be 33 mm. this year, the, the age that Jesus was when he died. And... Um, I'm telling you, even now, yeah, it creates this nausea in me mm. that makes it all so much more real. Yeah, to think about that yeah. day. Yeah, it's interesting to process through just the years, even the same age as your son. Yeah. That, that puts a whole new twist on it, especially for this year, for you. One of the things I think, when it comes to Good Friday, when it comes to the death on the cross, one thing I see happening more and more is Christians just becoming numb to it. It's something we say. It's, yeah, Christ died on the cross for us. Or, you know, Christ did this work for us. He performed this. And we just become numb, and it becomes almost just easy to talk about. And I've been on this kick lately where it's just trying to make those things that have become normal for me unnormal again. Mm -hmm. Like when I was, before I met Christ, you know, the idea of Jesus hanging on the cross, I'm like, that's a wild thing to think about. Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily believe that, but the fact that the Christian faith is built around this man giving his life for them, I was like, that's a radical thing to think about. And now time goes by and it's just a part of my faith. You know, it it just becomes this numbness to it, the magnitude of it. So pulling back and realizing how big of a deal it is. That's why I love what we do at Grace for Good Friday, the service that we do at Grace. Um, Why don't you just talk a little bit about how that started? Not a lot of churches do that. Not a lot of churches do a whole way, the way we do it here at Grace. How did we come to that? Yeah, I remember uh, when it happened, it was 2016. And the creative team was sitting around. Rick Hallam was in there. Yeah. And uh, Rick came from a Catholic background. Mm. And 
he said, gosh, it's, we were just trying to come up with something that was meaningful. We didn't know what it was. And he said, it's too bad we can't do a Stations of the Cross thing. Mm. And I'm not an expert on the Stations of the Cross. I don't have a Catholic background, but apparently it's something where you go to different stations yeah. and experience different parts of the crucifixion. And, and I'm like, why can't we? Yeah. Why can't we create that kind of experience? And then the whole team put our heads together and came up with this interactive, uh, very reverent, deep, meaningful experience yeah. that we've done ever since. And it's it's stayed a lot the same. We've, yeah. We add new nuances every year, but um, it's amazing how God shows up no matter what. Yeah. And uh, it's a very emotional night, but yeah. it it does make Easter mm -hmm. a bigger deal. Yeah, yeah. It puts everything into perspective for me. I, I, I think of my experience last year. Now, I'm a pastor. You're a pastor. We, we, we do this for a living, and sometimes we can get in seasons where we're just kind of going, going, going. Good Friday for me is always like that, like, stop, recenter. Like, this is so much bigger than a job. This is so much bigger than just my church, your, our community. It, it's... This is revolutionary what we're talking about here. And last year, I remember we had a confession area, you know, and you write your confessions, you go to the water and you put it in there, it dissolves. Mm -hmm. I did that last year and I just broke down, right? It's not that I had any monumental things that I was confessing for. I, I had the normal sins of humanity yeah. and the greed, you know, yeah. but it was just the dissolving away that really hit home to me, that what the blood that Christ sheds on the cross, that we're celebrating, we're, we're remembering that day, is a better word than celebrating, we're remembering that day, because of that, all those things I wrote down are covered and gone. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I see, I see people there every Good Friday where I know their story, and I'm like, I know what that person's been set free from. Yeah. And it just puts into perspective the power of the blood of Jesus, you yeah. know? Yeah. I love that. That's like focusing on the deity of Christ. Mm. I think that part of Good Friday that also happens yeah. that I think is super powerful is we focus on the humanity mm -hmm. of Christ yeah. and on the pain yeah. and the rejection and um, everything that he dealt with, which yeah. actually makes him a lot more relatable yeah. to me yeah. because I understand if anybody hurts me, if I'm betrayed or uh, talked about or hurt in mm. any way, I know that nothing that I go through is beyond what Christ has been he through. Went through it. And um, so that perfect 100% human, 100% yeah. God really comes together. Yeah. And it changes your prayer life too. Because for me, at least, when I'm praying and I'm praying to Jesus, mm -hmm. the fact that he went through someone, you know, physically hurting him, the fact that he went through someone shaming him, mocking him. When I pray those prayers, it's not lost on him. He's not some, you know, God who isn't able to comprehend, like what you're saying, the normal brokenness and hurts of humanity. It's like, it's more transactional, it's more, you know, relatable in that aspect. Yeah, you don't even have to tell him yeah. how you feel. Yeah, he gets he it. He knows how yeah, you feel. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Now, we're leading into this Easter, Good Friday is coming up this week, and if you had to challenge someone who's maybe listening right now, they're just tuning in, what would you say they should be doing to prepare for this or prepare for what's coming? A couple of things. One thing to prepare is you need to make sure that you give yourself enough time mm. and space to really do the work 
of entering into the spaces and the experiences. Um, So don't be rushed. There's no real timeline. You can come anytime between five and eight. You need to have at least 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And we would ask you not to come at 10 minutes to eight. Stay for 45 (laughs) minutes because we got to turn the room around for Easter. But um, come and plan to spend time. If If your kids are going to help you and it's going to be good for them to go through this experience with you, your older kids, then by all means, bring them. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, one of the most powerful experiences I had in watching people experience Good Friday was when a family took communion together and the father served Mm -hmm. communion to his two girls that were in middle school. It was so powerful. So, you know, make the right judgment on on whether to bring your kids or not. Um, There is childcare up through age five. And then if you've got older kids that need a place to watch a movie or hang out and be supervised, we'll have a place for that too. The other thing that I would encourage you to just think about and to be aware of is that Good Friday is one of the very few experiences that we have that are that is really focused on people who already know Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is for the church. Yeah. This is not when you bring your unchurched neighbor. Yeah. It's too heavy. It's mm-hmm. too much. But it is really, it's our gift to the people of the church to help them understand the price that Jesus paid yeah. for them. Save those invitations for the people who are far from God for Easter, Easter. because we have them in mind yeah. as we plan for that. That's a beautiful way to put it, that Friday is for us to get ready and to really comprehend that. And Saturdays that, I mean, Sundays that day we're inviting and we're bringing in. I want to just hover around real quick. You brought up Mary earlier. Something yeah. just popped into my head. Okay. You kind of said it, your mom. She's carrying this close relationship with Jesus. And then to watch him go through that. Yeah. Watch him go through pain. Yeah. How do you feel, you know, in your life, not relate to that pain or relate to that realness, yeah. but understanding like how heavy that would have been and how hard when you think of Good Friday, what is that feeling for you? Well, I, you know, I can, this sounds so silly. Yeah. Um, I have two things to say about, about that. But my son, Daniel's never really been physically hurt very bad. Yeah. Um, my daughter did get hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. And, and it was crazy how it affected me. Yeah. I mean, it, when I tell you what it is, it sounds like nothing. Yeah. But she cut her finger off. She was wake surfing and the, the, she cut uh, her finger off. Yeah. Wow. Gone. Yeah. Gone. So her index finger and um, that doesn't sound that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> yeah, but it's a you know yeah. compared to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it certainly yeah, doesn't compare to yeah. Jesus. So I can't yeah. even imagine what it was like yeah. for her. And I, and you know when you try to think as a mother of okay, I gave birth to this mm-hmm. child. I changed his diapers. Yeah. I cared for him. I breastfed him. Yeah. You know all those things. And uh, he's also my Lord. Yeah, wow. he's my Lord. And my how do you how do you work that out? Yeah. Um, it's a it's a weird dynamic, but but one more thing that I think is so interesting and beautiful about what happened that day when mm. Jesus was on the cross. He is he he's gone through everything we know. He's carried the cross. He's been beaten. He's been whipped. He's already been stripped of yeah. his clothes, and yeah. they're casting lots for his clothes. And he looks down and he sees Mary, mm. and he sees John, mm-hmm. his most loved mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. And he says, woman, behold your son, and behold your mother. Yeah. So he was thinking about the needs of Mary yeah. while he wow. was hanging on the cross. Wow. And basically he said to John, 
take care of my mom, take care of my mom. Take care of my mom. Yeah. And, um, I assume that she lived with John for the rest yeah. of her life. Yeah. That's just another beautiful example of our savior, Jesus it really shows his heart yeah. in such a situation where, I mean, put it in our world today. If we were in that same situation, going through that much pain, very, there's very few people that would have a mindset of like, watch out for my family. We're, we'd be focused on the pain, yeah. you know, the, and that's normal, yeah. but Jesus wasn't normal. Yeah. And you see his yeah. heart. I mean, that's such a great picture to paint yeah. of just his care for even, not just the, not just the sins of humanity, Yeah. not just what he's doing for everyone, but looking to the moment I'm like, Mom, I, I see you. Yeah, it's yeah. also a good example of how Jesus sees the sins and cr- hears mm-hmm. the cries of all of us, of the entire world, yeah. but still sees the one. One. Yeah, one. Still sees the one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So we're closing out all of these um, with just kind of a prayer, you know, praying. And since we're, you know, Good Friday, I think a lot of our conversation has been around, you know, what it is, but preparing for what's to come. Sunday, we, we, we're going to celebrate on Sunday, but there's something powerful in taking this week, leading into Friday, to get my heart right, to get ready to really understand the sacrifice that Jesus went through. And so why don't you just pray for us today and kind of pray for those, maybe the one that's watching right now that's like, I'm going to go give this a shot, and I, I just need strength, I need courage, I need, I need discernment what to pre-processing through. So why don't you go ahead and pray for us? Okay, I'll do that. Father in heaven, uh, we are so grateful for who you are and for the way that you reveal yourself to us through each other and even through technology. I want to thank you for everyone that's uh, watching or listening today, God. And I pray for all of us as a whole and also for each person individually that you would carry us this week to the places that show us the depth of the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. Mm -hmm. I pray that we would be honest with ourselves about where we would fit into that story if we lived in that day and time. Would we be on the religious zealot side? Would Mm -hmm. we be on the Roman side? Would we be on the Mary side, just weeping for her son? Mm -hmm. God, would you... Also show us, Father, if there's anything, which we know there is, um, anything in us that offends God, Hmm. anything that we haven't acknowledged yet, God, I pray that you would reveal that to us so that we can confess freely and completely between now and Friday and also on Friday night so that we can accept the reality of your grace and mercy and your love. We will rely on you for all of these things and look forward to a powerful work in our lives, all for the glory of Jesus. In his name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for hanging out and chatting, and see everybody a good Friday. Okay. See you.